The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits here Friday, May 14th edition. 13 games slate on tap for you. I hope everybody had a great Thursday, day games, evening games, all the good stuff there. It was a fun one. Lots of green screens. Good stuff there, as usual. You can find me on Twitter at BDentric. Check us out in the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. It is free. Just hit me up on Twitter. I'll get you on in there. Also, if you'd like to see my written MLB DFS content, go check it out, rotoballer.com. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bringing you the premium values article. If you'd like to become a premium season-long member, you get the regular content, the season-long fantasy, and the DFS all in one. Use promo code Bubba to get a nice discount over there. Also, if you'd like uh, some season-long fantasy baseball content, go check out Bench with Bubba. Got you some good stuff there twice a week. Just recorded uh, episode 370 with Jorge or Georgie Montanez of NBC Sports Edge and Fan Tracks. So go check out all that good stuff there. But for now... 13 game slate on a Friday. Let's check out your totals on this slate. We have a doozies, lots of high totals early, lots of good pitching late. Yankees, Orioles, total of nine. Cubs, Tigers, eight and a half. Mets, Rays, seven. Phillies, Jays, and Dunning with the wind blowing out at 15 miles an hour to right field at 10 and a half. A's, Twins, nine. Rangers, Astros, nine. Reds, Rockies, 10. Indians, Mariners, eight. Marlins, Dodgers, seven. Cardinals, Padres, seven. We're missing a couple totals, but that's the gist of it, folks. That's pretty much everything you need to know. So let's get into the pitching on this slate. You have three guys over 10K on DK. We're using two of them. One is Tyler Glass now at 10-9 at home against the New York Mets. Glass now has been outstanding. 23 or more DK points in all but one start this season. That was 19.3. So he brings you about a 20-point floor with into the 30 ceiling. Absolutely electric stuff from Glass now. The strikeout machine. Seven or more Ks and all but one start. The first start of the season he has double digit Ks and four starts, including 11. His last time he has, he has 11, 8, 10, and 10 in his last four starts. And he takes on a New York Mets team that you know you can take advantage of when it comes to being on the bump. A Mets team striking over 22% of the time versus right handed pitching with a 115 ISO and a 94 WRC. Plus. So Glass now is outstanding at 10 9. $200 cheaper, Mad Max Scherzer. At the Arizona Diamondbacks, this is a big one. He's coming up back-to-back starts of 40 and 39 
He had a five and then a 31, a 33. So in four of his last five starts, 32 or more DK points. That is pretty, pretty, pretty good. He does like to give it the long ball. We know that, but the strikeouts are a plenty. Nine or more Ks in four of his last five starts, including a 14 and a 10 spot out there. So Scherzer's been absolutely great. Arizona, Walker's on the IL. Uh, Zdrubo Cabrera went down with an injury on Thursday. He's probably going to the IL. They are the walking wounded out there, and they're striking over 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 156 ISO and a 94 WRC+. So Mad Max in a great spot at 10-7. Love Glass now. Love Mad Max this evening if you're playing up. If you want to save a little bit of cash, Aaron Savali at 93 is in play. We saw Plesak go into the eighth with a no-no on Thursday. Savali's been pitching very, very good this season. Five or more innings pitched in pretty much every start with four of his seven starts going seven innings or more. He has a nice 15-point floor with like 30-plus point upside. He's all over the spectrum, but the floor is tremendous with Savali, which makes him kind of a cash game play more to the GPP. I don't know if he'll hit his ceiling, but Seattle is a bad team that we like to target. Striking out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They did not strike out much against Plesak. A, Plesak was getting squeezed quite a bit, and B, he just wasn't like looking that dominant. He was just getting the job done, getting the, the outs. But uh, Savali could try to get some strikeouts, 26% K rate versus right-handed pitching for Seattle. 157 ISO, 93 WRC+. plus. So Savali at 93, nice contrarian play if you want to save some cash on this slate. Uh, Sandy Alcantara, if, if the Dodgers offense, the lineup comes out and looks intriguing, he intrigues me. But for now, I'm off on him. But $8,900 for Alcantara will be a talking point further on when we get to uh, the Slack chat and everything on Friday with more information coming out in those ones. The bait. The bait of the sh- of the of the slate. There's always at least one bait picture. This one's Joe Musgrove at $8,700. And right about now, I am just taking that bait. Um, he, he threw that no-no against Texas this year. But since then, it hasn't been great. He's thrown three innings. That was planned, though. Five innings. Uh, five earned against the Giants um, at home. At the Giants, five innings, four earned. And then his last time out, he didn't pitch at all. So it's been a really weird go for Musgrove. Uh, missed starts, starts getting pushed back. Two starts against the juggernauts known as the San Francisco Giants, of course, will make things look bad. But now he's at home. He's 8700 bucks against the St. Louis Cardinals, a team which strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 220 average, 162 ISO, 86 WRC plus. I think you can go back to Musgrove in this one. The price point is outstanding. We know the upside of Musgrove. We've seen the downside of late too, but the upside is tremendous. And I'm willing to take the bait. Like don't go hundred percent. Like please I was pretty much, I think I was like 80%. I had four lineups. No, I had four lineups. So it was 75%. I counted. I had five lineups. So I was 80% please act. Um, I'd probably go with Musgrove at least 50%, 50 to 60% is where I'm sitting with him. I like him a ton because just because I know what he can do pitching at home. $8,700 is a very cheap price for Musgrove. It's probably going to be chalky, though, so keep that in mind as well. But I'm there on Musgrove. Now, if you're looking for some savings on this slate, David Peterson at $7,400 of the New York Mets at the Tampa Bay Rays. He has been very, very good. Five innings, one earned. Six innings, two earned. Uh, three and a third, three earn. Six innings, one earn. Four innings, six earn. So since that first blow up, he's been very, very good. He's got a couple twenty plus point performances out there. He's seventy four hundred bucks. And the biggest caveat here: a, it's GPP only, as you'd expect for seventy four hundred. But he faces Tampa Bay, a team who has been absolutely horrific versus left handed pitching. They're striking out over thirty two percent of the time versus left handed pitching. Two thirteen average, one forty two ISO. 
86 WRC plus. Bad. Very, very bad. And at worst, the strikeouts are there. And that's one thing Peterson can do. Even if he's giving up runs, Peterson has been able to strike guys out. Uh, eight, uh, let's see, eight, three, and ten, even five in his blow up. So any start, he's gone four or more innings, five, ten, three, and eight. So five or more strikeouts in three of those four starts. So Peterson at 7,400 bucks versus a very bad Tampa Bay Rays offense versus left handed pitching is a punt play. Another one is Johan Oviedo, $7,200 for the St. Louis Cardinals at the San Diego Padres. Uh, Johan's gone four innings, five innings, four and two thirds. He's been doing a lot of spot starting, but he went up to uh, 60 pitches this last time prior to that 86 pitches. So he's all over the spectrum on what the Cardinals want to do. So that makes it kind of tilting, but he's facing a Padres offense that is COVID. They got the COVID. Tatis is out. Hosmer's out. There's like three other guys I think that are out. It's going to be a depleted lineup for the San Diego Padres. So Oviedo at 72 becomes an intriguing value. Other than that, though, it's like, do you want to go Miley or uh, Herman Marquez and Coors? You could if you want. Uh, you could go Griffin Canning versus Boston if you want to get real frisky and hope for some strikeouts. The value's tough. The value's very tough. So it's like Peterson at 74, Oviedo at 72, or you take some chances with the Wade Miley's, the um, the Herman Marquez's, the Griffin Canning's of the world. And they're not sexy by any means, but they're there. Or you just find values with bats and you get the pitching you want. To pick your poison. But Glass now ensures you're up top. Love. Savali at 93 is nice. Alcantara might check the box as we see lineups come out. Musgrove at 87 is the bait I'm willing to take. Then it's Peterson, Oviedo, and then the chances of Miley, Marquez, or the wonderful Griffin Canning. All right, let's check out the bats on this big, big 13-game slate. If you're paying up for catcher, Wilson Contreras versus Lefty Scooble at 55 is quite intriguing. Not sure I'm going to be paying up for catcher since I'm going to be paying up for pitching, but he is there if you need him. But if you want to save some cash, you drop on down to some wonderful Tucker Barnhart at 4K. Cincinnati, I think they got even cheaper against Hermont Marquez. So Barnhart at 4K, you can definitely jump on that value um, for him. A few other value plays you could look at. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Torrens against Savali at 36 isn't horrible, but it's pretty simple. So you got Barnhart at 4K. If not, William Contreras at 3,300 versus Adrian Hauser is outstanding. Higashioka at 33 versus Kramer is very solid as well. So Contreras, Higashioka both at 3,300 for some value for you on this slate. If Caratini gets to start for San Diego, he's 3K versus Oviedo. Um, same with Kurt Suzuki, he's 27 versus Nick Pavetta. That's a very good value. So you got, and then Danny Jansen is 26 versus Velasquez. So tons of value, tons of value on this slate if you don't want to pay it for catching. You can start at 3,300 bucks with Contreras and company and move on down. First base. Clarito at 57 if you're stacking up Toronto is not bad at all. Uh, Freeman's going to get going eventually. He's 55 versus Hauser. It could be the spot to get the train rolling. Uh, Luke Foyt's been back for a couple games. 52 versus Kramer. If you're going to jump in with the Yankees, this could be a sneaky good spot for Voigt to get going. Not in love with him. It could be interesting. Jared Walsh and Shohei Otani, 47 and 46 respectively, are both phenomenal plays versus Nick Pavetta. Uh, Walsh is just destroying right-handed pitching. I like both of them quite a bit versus Nicky P. So uh, lock in some Walsh and Otani if you want to attack Nick Pavetta. Um, Aguilar in a GPP at 42 versus Kershaw. Don't hate it. Uh, Matt Olson versus Shoemaker. Shoemaker's last two starts, he has not even struck out a guy. So it's all in play. So Olson at 41 is juicy, very, very juicy in that matchup. 
Um, Nate Lowe at 38 versus Granky if you're stacking up Texas, which you very much should be because they are another great value stack. Lowe at 38 is a good piece to that puzzle. Uh, Josh Bell, he went deep on Thursday. He's 36 versus Riley Smith. Riley Smith making his debut, I believe, debut or one of his few appearances for the D-backs this year. So you can get some nice Washington value on Josh Bell's one of them at 36. Uh, Josh Naylor at only 35 versus Flexen is a nice value first base outfit eligible for Cleveland. So there's lots of value if you just want to pay it for pitching. Plain and simple. Plain and simple for cash games and GPPs. You can get away with a lot of value on this slate. Another one, Mitch Moreland was hitting second on Thursday. If he's back towards the top of that order against Shoemaker, really good pivot if you can use both of them on Fandle, Olsen, and Shoemaker. But if you just don't want to use Olsen and save some money to go to Shoe, you can. I mean, to Moreland. And Moreland has five career home runs off of Shoemaker. So keep that one in mind. Uh, the other guy I want to mention, because there's a lot of value down here, as I, as I said, but uh, Rowdy Rowdy Telez is twenty eight hundred bucks, and he will be cracking the code as he will back DHing. And that weather condition against Vinny V is very very juicy, so you can go that route as well at twenty eight hundo. Second base position, uh, you got Jose Altuve versus the lefty Benjamin. Like that quite a bit. Benjamin making his debut for Texas against Houston. God pray for him. So Altuve at fifty five is a great look. So is Marcus Simeon at fifty four, who's just doing everything right, leading off for Toronto. So both good looks in that. Uh, you know, uh, Ryan McMahon's okay. Jed Lowry at 49 is a little pricey, but not the end of the world, especially if you're stacking Oakland versus um, Shoemaker. Lowry's definitely in part of that stack. Ozzie Albies at 47. I'd like to see him be a little more consistent, but you want to attack Hauser with lefties, so you can definitely um, attack him in that scenario. Garrett Hampson went deep on Thursday. He's 45 versus Miley and company. Uh, Nick Solak, if you're fading, Granky's 42. If you're fading Musgrove, Tommy Edmonds, 41. That's a good price point. Two more stolen bases on Thursday, so you can get some upside there. The St. Louis will be low-owned, so if you want to get a St. Louis uh, leverage stack, it's most likely a pop a popular Musgrove. Definitely an angle to attack. Uh, Cesar Hernandez is 4K versus Flexen. If you're stacking up uh, Cleveland versus, versus Flexen, not the worst stack, but it's uh, probably not the best on this slate. Uh, Jonathan India went deep on Thursday. He's 34. He should be in the lineup, especially with uh, Senzel beat up. So there's another Cincinnati value for you. Uh, Dylan Moore went deep on Thursday. Harold Castro is down to 3,100 for Detroit against Arietta. I love attacking Arietta. So another guy to keep on your radar. Other than that, not a ton standing out at this point in time uh, on this slate. Third base, Devers at 6K is super pricey, but it's a really good play. If you can afford it, uh, but I'd rather go J-Ram at 58. Went deep for the 11th home run of the year on Thursday. Very good cash game play with GPP upside for sure. You got Suarez at 55 and Coors. Arenado's there against Musgrove if you're looking for something to get frisky with. Uh, going down, though, you can save some cash. Just really slide down. Like Matt Duff even at 45 is a little pricey, but it works if you're stacking Chicago. Um, Heimer Canelario, only 41 versus Arietta is a good value. Austin Riley versus Hauser at 38 if you're stacking Atlanta. Yes, otherwise leave that alone. Kyle Farmer, third base shortstop's 34 against Marquez. Kevin Biggio's down to 3,400. That's a really good tournament play. Biggio's having a horrific season, but he's slowly getting it going. Uh, 29-4-0-22 in his last five games. So quietly getting it going uh, at the plate for Kevin Biggio. So he's 3,400. Someone to keep in mind, especially if you're stacking Toronto, you can get like a Biggio Telez for a combined sixty two hundred bucks. That's a it's a nice little value pocket for Toronto. 
Um, other than that, there's going to be guys that pop up here and they're like bombs 29 versus Matt's. He just hasn't hit at all. It's really, really bad for him. But it's the spot you want him against a lefty if, you, if you're targeting those kind of things. And then Josh Fuentes had a big game on Thursday in Coors, and he is still only – where did he go? He's still only 2400 bucks against Wade Miley tonight in Coors Field. Shortstop position, Javi Baez is up to 61. There's guys outside of Coors that are more expensive than Coors players. Uh, Trevor Story had the day off on Thursday against a lefty Miley at 6K in Coors. But you can go back to Bogart, who had a monster night on Thursday. He's 59. Um, you got Suarez. We talked about like Boba Shett. It's like the eighth or ninth shortstop on the list. He's 54 versus Finney V. That's a phenomenal price point to take a look at. Uh, Nico Goodrum at 43 versus Arietta. Very nice value in his matchup. IKF versus Granky at 41. Keep an eye on Jazz Chisholm. I'm not targeting him versus Kershaw, but over the weekend, he should be back from Miami. So you might get some value there. A uh, few others. Dansby Swanson went deep. On Thursdays, 37 versus Hauser. Nice little value if you're attacking Hauser. I just don't want to stack Atlanta, but they're going to blow up sooner than later, and, and Hauser could be the perfect recipe for that success. Um, other than that, not a lot down below I'm staring at right now that I'm interested in. Outfield will be loaded, as you would come to expect, on a 13-game slate. you got Casty and Coors. you got Trout, who had the day off on Thursday. Um Acuna is probably out because he messed up his uh, ankle, but the x-rays were negative. Chris Bryant, if he's back at 6K, has been crushing lefties, but 6K is just a damn steal. I've never seen so many 6K guys on a slate. It's There's almost one at every position, if not more. There's four outfielders over 6K. Uh, Jesse Winker at 56 and Coors is definitely a play. Juan Soto versus Riley Smith at 54 is a nice play. Lower owned than usual play um, against the youngster Smith. Uh, Jordan Alvarez versus lefty. I don't care. He's 5K versus Benjamin. And then that Texas bullpen, which is... Good, good, good to attack. I mentioned Jared Walsh at 47. You got uh, Otani at 46. I mentioned Hampson earlier. Trent Grisham was only 44 leading off. If you want to go there, Cedric Mullins, 43. Naquin was off on Thursday, but he should be back only 4,300 versus Marquez. That could be a nice little value spot for you as well. Uh, Grichik versus Velasquez, only 4,000. That's juicy. That's really, really nice. Uh, McCutcheon at 4,000. He's been swinging it really well against the lefty match. So you can go that direction if you so choose. But Verdugo at 39 is a nice nice look for him. Teoscar is on fire. He's only 38. So you go Teoscar at 38, Bijou at 34, Telez at 20, 28. There's a lot of value right there for three parts of your stack. And you can keep adding more. Kyle Schwarber, he went deep on Thursday. He's 37 versus Smith. Um, this Washington stack is cheap outside of like Soto and Turner. You can get Smith or you can get Schwarber and um, – Bell relatively cheap in their stacks. Uh, Joey Gallo is only 37 if you want to go that route. Uh, a few other cheapies before you mentioned Josh Naylor earlier. Um, like Low Kane at 34 versus the lefty Smiley is very attractive. The outfield from Milwaukee is super cheap if you want some value. Dylan Carlson's only 34 versus Musgrove. He's in play, but like Kyle Tucker's down. He was 35 yesterday. He's 33 versus Benjamin. Sign me up for that one. That's ridiculous. Adelise Garcia is only 32 versus Granky. like that one quite a bit as well. But Avisil Garcia is only 31 versus Smiley. That's an outstanding price point. He loves smashing lefties. So you can go that direction. Willie Calhoun's only 31 versus Granky. He went deep on Thursday. So as usual, the outfield is just loaded with uh, with just value. It's freaking dumb. Uh, Seth Brown's there. Yadiel Hernandez, if he cracks the lineup. Matheson's probably going to play, but Scherzer's will avoid that one. 
Uh, maybe Kyle Garlick at 28 is someone you can look at if he cracks a good spot in the lineup. David Dahl's down to 2,600. He's had some decent history, actually, versus Granky. So someone to uh, to keep an eye on in his one. O'Grady might get the start for San Diego. He's 2,500, a powerful outfielder um, in the Padres system. But he got called up because of the, the vid. So catch, catch an eye on him. A few others down here, like Jake Caves, 23, not running to play that, but he's a, a value if you want him. Akiyama came in in the leadoff spot to pinch it for Denzel and stayed in the game. If he's playing, especially hitting towards the top of Cincinnati's lineup versus Marquez, he's 2200 in Coors. Shogo Akiyama, $2,200 in Coors Field. So you got him. And then the other ones we will peek at down here once I scroll and actually find them because they're just buried down here. Where did they just put these guys? My God. They have so many players that are in the minor leagues and just wasting space down here. But you just keep sliding. There he is. Trevor Larnock still 2K. That is just funny. 2K versus Modest. And then uh, Kalinic is 2K versus Savali. Clinic let off on Thursday night. I think that's a nice play with Kalinic at 2K. Larnock at 2K. So value, folks. Value, value, value. All right. Recapping your pitching. Glass now. Scherzer up top 10-9 and 10-7 respectively. Both phenomenal plays. If you could put both of those guys in cash and have a comfortable cash lineup, I would do that. That would be my, my suggestion. You got Savali at 93. I don't mind him. Musgrove at 87. If you can't do the Glasnow Scherzer route, take Glasnow and or Scherzer and match them with Musgrove in cash. That's how I would go about that. Uh, David Peterson at 74 is a good GPP play. Oviedo at 72. And you got Canning, Marquez, and Miley down below if you want to get really, really frisky. If you're stacking it up, New York is a, is a really strong one versus Kramer. Um, you have Detroit versus Arietta if you want some value. Philadelphia and Toronto is one of the hot spots. Love Toronto in this one. Don't mind some Philadelphia to bring it back. Atlanta's growing on me the more and more I break this slate down. So that's one to keep in mind. Love the Texas-Houston stack, especially the Houston side. Uh, you can go in on that one. Cincinnati, Colorado, I'm going to end up having stuff there, even though I'm not in love with it yet. Uh, Washington versus Smith, I'm, I'm on board with that one as well. And then keep in mind your St. Louis leverage stack versus a chalky Joe Musgrove. But all right, everybody, 13 games in the books for a Friday. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. Get in the free fantasy TG and Slack chat. Check out the written content at rotoballer.com. Watch the video at Rotoballer's YouTube channel. And if you could subscribe, rate, and review to MLB DFS Quick Hits on iTunes, I would truly appreciate it. Get your fantasy uh, baseball season-long content benched with Bubba as well. But for now, MLB DFS Quick Hits your Friday. May 14th edition in the books. Catch you guys later.